Welcome, everybody, at another episode of the Wrestling vs. the World podcast. If y'all are enjoying your day, sweet. If not, well, I can't guarantee this one is going to be your favorite episode because this one's quite the headache, especially with the organization that involved getting all this done together. So I've mentioned some history of championship episodes in the past, and I've covered the WWF title more than once in 1999, especially when I also covered the big Eagle Belt. But I was wondering how many times... Did we see title changes happen in the WWF throughout the year of 1999? How many? Well, you'll have to stick to the end because I'm going to go through every title change that happened that year, including vacancies and how many that did not happen on television. Get ready because it's a staggering number. And also, the dates that I'm going to have on these that are not on pay-per-views, they're going to be based on when these aired. So I know like the first one that I'm going to mention was taped in December 98, but I aired in, 19, in January 99, so that's the dates that I'm going to go for based on when we were shown these happening. So first off, the first title change that happened in the company, January 4, 1999, Raw, an infamous moment where Mankind defeated The Rock in a notice qualification match to win the WWF Championship, got a huge rating, one of the most historic moments of the year. Now, a few weeks later, War Rumble 1999, The Rock would defeat Mankind in an I Quit match under shady circumstances, to regain the WWF Championship. The following night on Raw, Jeff Jarrett and Owen Hart on the January 25th, 1999 edition of Raw would win the Tag Team Championships from the Big Boss Man and Ken Shamrock of the Corporation. Now, what aired six days later was the Halftime Heat Show, where Mankind would regain the WWF Championship from The Rock in the empty arena match, all thanks to the assistance of a forklift that probably did not raise Judy Bagwell later. Now, we went a couple weeks without any title changes up until St. Valentine's Day Massacre, and at that pay-per-view, first off, Val Venus would win the Intercontinental Championship from Ken Shamrock, with Billy Gunn being the special guest referee. Also on that same night, the Hardcore Championship would at first become vacant from the then-champion Road Dog Jesse James, then the title would be put on the line in a Hardcore match between Bob Holly and Al Snow, and Bob Holly would win the har- vacant Hardcore Championship from Al Snow and would later be rechristened as Hardcore Holly. Now, the next night, February 15, 1999 edition of Raw, The Rock would defeat Mankind in a ladder match to win the WWF Championship. That put the end of that feud. And also on that same night, February 15, 1999 edition of Raw, Shane McMahon would win a tag team match with Kane against Triple H and X-Pac and would win the European Championship since it was on the line, champion at the time being X-Pac, so another title change there. One of the rare times where he saw a title, single style change hands in a tag team match. Now, a month later... On the March 15, 1990 edition of Raw, Road Dog Jesse James would defeat Val Venus in a one-on-one match to become the Intercontinental Champion, even though he was fighting for the Hardcore Championship in the build to everything going on. And on that same night, Billy Gunn, Mr. Ass, would defeat Hardcore Holly to become the Hardcore Champion. So both members of the New Age Outlaws switched the titles that they were initially going for at the time just to shake things up. Now, a couple weeks later, we see a couple more title changes. WrestleMania 15, Hardcore Holly would defeat Al Snow and then-champion Billy Gunn in a triple threat match to win the Hardcore Championship, and later on in the main event of that exact same evening, Stone Cold Steve Austin would defeat The Rock in a notice qualification match to regain the WWF Championship after not holding it since, I think, whenever it was back in the summer, no, sorry, at breakdown. So, went quite a while without a title change there for to Stone Cold. Now, uh, next night... March 29, 1999 edition of Raw, Goldust would win the Intercontinental Championship from Road Dogg Jesse James one-on-one match. 
Now, the following week, April 4th, 1999 edition of Heat, Shane McMahon would retire slash vacate the European Championship, saying he wanted to retire as champion, so the championship would be deactivated slash vacated for a little while after this. The next night on Raw, April 5th, 1999, on episode of Raw, Kane and X-Pac would defeat Jeff Jarrett and Owen Hart to become the new Tag Team Champions. Next title change, the week after, April 12th, 1999 edition of Raw, the Godfather would defeat Goldust to win the Intercontinental Championship. Yeah, I'm getting nauseated too by all these changes. A couple weeks later, Backlash, pay-per-view 1999, Al Snow would defeat Hardcore Holly in a hardcore match to win the Hardcore Championship once again. Uh, we wouldn't get any title changes for a little bit after this, then May 10th, 1999 edition of Raw. A bit of a controversial one here. Deborah would defeat Sable in an evening gown match to win the Women's Championship, but the rules in this match end up being reversed per Shawn Michaels, who was the commissioner at the time, where he stated that whoever lost their dress would become champion, and they did this to get the title off Sable, who was departing company at this time, so yeah, Biven if you won there. Now, a little bit later on, at Over the Edge 1999, The Undertaker would defeat Stone Cold Steve Austin with Shane McMahon and Vince McMahon as referees to win the WWF Championship thanks to a fast count by Shane McMahon. A little over a week later, on the May 31st, 1999 edition of Raw, we had two title changes on that evening. First off, Jeff Jarrett would defeat The Godfather to win the Intercontinental Championship in honor of Owen Hart. And also on that same night, The Acolytes defeated Kane and X-Pac to become the new Tag Team Champions. Now you fast forward a couple of weeks, the June 14, 1999 edition of Raw Ivory would defeat Deborah to become the new women's champion, and this would be the longest reign that she would have with the title, and especially in the longest run of that year. A week later, on the June 21st, 1999 edition of Raw, Midian would officially become the new European champion after he found the belt in Shane McMahon's bag, and Shane said, yeah, okay, you can be champion. So the title was reactivated at that point, and we had a new champion. The week after, which was the night after King of the Ring, on the June 28th, 1999 edition of Raw, Stone Cold would defeat The Undertaker to win the WWF Championship after no longer being CEO of the company, and I believe the rule was if Undertaker got disqualified, he would lose the title. Next week, July 5th, 1999 edition of Raw, the Hardy Boys would win the Tag Team Championships from the Acolytes. So this would be the Hardy Boys' first time being Tag Team Champions. Now, this next one is the only time where a championship changed hands this year on a, on a non-televised show. The July 24th, 1999 house show, which was on a Saturday, Edge would defeat Jeff Jarrett to become the Intercontinental Champion. Now, the next night, though, fully loaded in 1999, we saw four title changes in one night. First off, Jeff Jarrett would defeat Edge to win back the Intercontinental Championship. That same night, also, D'Lo Brown would defeat Midian to win the European Championship. The Big Boss Man would defeat Al Snow to win the Hardcore Championship, and that was when Al Snow was cuffed to a gate and still pinned regardless. And the Acolytes would defeat the Hardy Boys and Michael P.S. Hayes in a 3-on-2 handicap match to regain the Tag Team Championships. Now you get into August. August 2nd, 1999. D'Lo Brown would defeat Jeff Jarrett to win the Intercontinental Championship, and also retaining his European Championship, therefore becoming the first ever Eurocontinental Champion. The following week, August 9, 1999 edition of Raw, Kane and X-Pac would defeat the Acolytes to regain the WWF Tag Team Championships. Then you get over to SummerSlam, where we also had another four title changes in a night. First off, Jeff Jarrett would defeat D'Lo Brown to win both the Intercontinental and 
European Championships, therefore becoming the second man out of three to be recognized as the Euro Continental Champion. Also that same night, Al Snow would defeat the big boss man in a bar to win the Hardcore Championship. The Unholy Alliance, Big Show and The Undertaker defeated Kane and X-Pac to become the new Tag Team Champions. And in the main event, Mankind won a triple threat match against then-champion Stone Cold and fellow challenger Triple H to become the new WWF Champion. And then that couple title changes would change also, happen also the next night because... The next night, on the August 23rd, 1999 edition of Raw, Mark Henry would be awarded the European Championship by Jeff Jarrett thanks to his interference at the SummerSlam match the night prior, and Triple H would defeat Mankind to win his very first WWF World Championship. Now, three nights later, the Big Boss, on the August 26th, 1999 edition of SmackDown, the Big Boss Man would defeat Al Snow to regain the Hardcore Championship. Four days later, August 30th, 1999 edition of Raw, The Rock and Sock Connection would defeat the Unholy Alliance to become the new Tag Team Champions. Okay, fast forward a little over a week later, September 9, 1999 edition of SmackDown, two title changes on this evening. Actually, three if you really think about it. First off, the British Bulldog would defeat the Big Boss Man to win the Hardcore Championship, but then right after the match, he would hand over the championship to Al Snow, though Al Snow would then be the new Hardcore Champion, thanks to a forfeit slash warning. And also that same night, in a tag team Buried Alive match, the Unholy Alliance defeated Rock and Sock Connection in a Buried Alive match to regain the tag team championships. Also saw Triple H get involved. The following week, September 16, 1999 edition of SmackDown, Vince McMahon infamously defeated Triple H to become the new WWF champion. Good times are not last because four days later, September 20th, 1999 edition of Raw, Vince McMahon would forfeit the WWF Championship after remem remembering the rules of the Fully Loaded Strap match, which said he could not be on television, so therefore, he put the title up for vacancy. Later that same night, the Rocket Sock Connection defeated the Unholy Alliance under Dark Side Rules, which stated that all members of the Ministry of Darkness were legal members of the match, but the Rock would pin Midian, so then the uh, Unholy Alliance would lose the tag team titles to the Rocket Sock Connection. Three days later on SmackDown, September 23rd, 1999, the New Age Outlaws, which were just reforming on that evening, would defeat the Rock and Sock Connection to win the tag team titles for the first time in a while. Now, a few days later, Unforgiven 1999. First off, D'Lo Brown would defeat Mark Henry to win the European Championship, and in that same night, Triple H would win a six-pack challenge against The Rock, Mankind, Kane, Big Show, and the British Bulldog, to, with Stone Cold as a special guest enforcer slash side referee for the match, to be win the newly vacated WWF Championship. About a month later, we started to get some more title changes as on the October 14th, 1999 edition of SmackDown, the Big Boss Man would defeat Al Snow and Big Show in a triple threat match to win the Hardcore Championship, and also the Rock and Sock Connection defeated the New Age Outlaws to regain the WWF Tag Team titles. Now we get to uh, No Mercy a little bit later, the Fabulous Moolah would defeat Ivory to become the new Women's Champion. Avoid this match at all costs. And also the same night, China would defeat Jeff Jarrett in a good housekeeping match to become the first ever, and to this date, the only female intercontinental champion. Now, not too long after that, on the October 18th, 1999 edition of Raw, the Holly Cousins, Hardcore, and Crash would defeat the Rock and Sock Connection to become the new Tag Team Champions. And the following week, October 25th, 1999 edition of Raw, Ivory would regain the WWF Women's Championship from the Fabulous Moolah. Go for three days, October 28th, 1999 edition of SmackDown, the British Bulldog would defeat the one and only D'Lo Brown, the main man of Europe, to win the European Championship, first time holding it in a couple of years. Then the following week, November 4th, 
1999 edition of SmackDown, Al Snow and Mankind would defeat the Holly Cousins Hardcore Crafts to become the new Tag Team Champions. But, four days later, November 8th, 1999 edition of Raw, the New Age Outlaws would defeat the new Tag Team Champions, Al Snow and Mankind, to win the Tag Team titles from them. Now, just a bit later, Survivor Series. Only match where we saw a title change was when the Big Show, who filled in for Stone Cold, defeated The Rock and Triple H to become the new WWF Champion in Triple Threat match. And then as you're tapered off, the title changes closed off at Armageddon with about another three title changes after this. First off, Chris Jericho would defeat China to become the new Intercontinental Champion. The Cat would win a Fatal 4-Way Evening Gown Pool Elimination match against Ivor fellow champion Ivory, and as well as fellow challengers Jacqueline and BB to become new women's champion. And finally, Val Venus would defeat the British Bulldog and D'Lo Brown in a triple match to become the new European champion. Now that's a big mouthful within this episode, so you may be thinking, Jesus, dude, how many title changes did we see? Well, first off, vacancies slash retirements combined... We saw three of those, one for the WWF title, one for the European, and one for Hardcore Championships. And in terms of title changes, whether they be somebody got beaten in a match, somehow became champion after it was vacant, or even a title being awarded to people, so all three of those combined, the year saw 61 title changes under those circumstances. The WWF Championship changed hands 12 times with one vacancy. The European Championship changed hands eight times with one vacancy slash retirement. Hardcore Championship, 10 changes with one vacancy because the 24-7 rule wasn't around just yet. The Tag Team titles changed hands 15 times this year. The Intercontinental Championship changed hands 11 times with one of those being at a house show. And no, the finish from the uh, China Triple, or sorry, China Chris Jericho match from the end of the year does not count because the ruling for the match in the title would not happen until the following week on Raw, and the Women's Championship would change hands a total of five times. So all of those combined, 61 title changes, three vacancies in one year. I'm starting to dread what will happen if I decide to look up what happened during the year of 2001 because we saw a lot of those too during the Invasion storyline. Uh, I'm going to need some hardcore beer for that, but my god, this was a mess of a year. Just booking all over the place. Oh, we gotta keep everything like Crash Course TV. You never know what's gonna happen. A title can suddenly change hands from one week to the next, and it just about did for the most part. But anyway, that is the entire history of every title change in the WWF throughout the year 1999. Let me know what you all thought in the comment section below. This was a fucking headache. My good god. What were they thinking? It there, There's one rule to describe this year with these title changes. Overkill. But anyway, if you guys enjoyed today's episode, please remember to leave a like, comment what you thought below, subscribe to the bell, turn on if you're listening to this on YouTube, or follow if you're listening to this on any other service that this episode of this podcast is available on, and I will catch you all in the next episode. Thanks for listening, everybody. Like, comment, subscribe. Peace out, and now, today, folks, I gotta find something to change. Most likely my pants after sitting through all this.